One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey everybody, welcome to Marjorie Martinez. I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hello. Alright, uh, you feeling okay about this episode? Uh, yeah, I'm feeling okay about this episode. Okay. I think I've wanted to do it for a long time, mm-hmm. or at least delve into this subject matter for a long time, so I'm excited to do it. Okay. I, Why, you're nervous? I'm not nervous. I'm... I, I'm going to probably say a lot this episode. I'm kind of, I've always thought of myself as kind of very vanilla. Uh, yeah. So. A hundred percent. A little uncomfortable, maybe, mm-hmm. but open-minded. So no, you know. Yeah, I no think judgment, you're mostly no. open-minded. Mostly. I th- think that I am more progressive than you are when it comes to this stuff. Yeah. And more open-minded than you are. But I think you're open-minded in the sense that you want to learn more and be more comfortable with all of it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think that will show that I've proven that mm-hmm. over the last, I don't know, 10 years. Right. Yeah. I wanted to point out before we went on, this morning I put on Instagram that um, I remembered that this is my five-year anniversary of something pretty memorable. I, five years ago, this week, in the same week, I had my car towed. Oh. <laughs> I ran out of gas in the middle of the highway, and I rear-ended someone. I'm not surprised. <laughs> you don't remember? <laughs> no. Did you block it out? Probably. Yeah. Because I'm I, sure I was there for every single one of those events and mm-hmm. had to make sure that they were taken care of. That's and, correct. Yeah. yeah. And it's I'm... I'm bringing that up because that week was one of the worst of my life because I have such a fear of getting into trouble. However, my biggest dream in the bedroom is for someone to tell me how terribly naughty I am. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's funny that you say that because one of the things that I was saying how vanilla I've always been and... Mm -hmm. You know, dirty talk has always been a hard place for me to go to. And it still is. Amen. Yeah. So I guess we'll get more into that. Yes, we will. But but I also want to get more into your accident and running out of gas. And Mm -hmm. did you ask like how many people have run out of gas? Yes, I did. Okay. So what happened? What they say? Yeah, a lot. Uh, Not more than I thought. Uh, We'll get into it later. But. What I was what I was thinking about when it, when it came up was it's what I wanted to, the reason why I put it out this early in the episode. Sorry if I'm I'm stuttery, but what I, what Are you I nervous? wanted to say no I'm like just trying to get my thoughts all together. Okay. I have 17 pages of notes here. Yeah, because I need a kink Encyclopedia Britannica A through Z because I I, I really know nothing. You really know nothing besides the kink adjacent things that we've tried in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. So the whole reason why I brought it up is because there are obviously two me's. There's the me that is super uncomfortable getting in trouble. And it really has always been, I've spoken about this in other episodes. It has always been a true fear of mine to get into trouble. The police, the principal, the, you know, my friends getting mad at me. I just, I hate confrontation and I hate being thought of as being in trouble. It's also part of my OCD. But in the bedroom and when I search porn and anything like that, it's all about being in trouble and being naughty. 
and everything. So, <laughs> That's so funny. So uh, it's, you know, it's obvious that it's, it's, it's a dichotomy. All right, so we'll get into that. Okay. Um, but I wanted to do this episode because I do think, listen, we're both 43 years old. I think we do not know much about this. This is definitely going to be the kink episode for beginners. And yes, we say we're not experts in anything all the time on the podcast, but there are some things I would like to learn more about, maybe not to be an expert. And I would like to go out on a limb here and guess that a lot of our audience is like us, where we're open-minded. We haven't done a lot of these acts or these things, but we're not against it. We want to make everybody feel as comfortable as possible. We want to open our world to some of it and see how it goes. Um, And, you know, I just want to have a discussion without shame and humiliation. Do you want to know more for knowledge or because you're more of a participant in thought? Like Mm. you're thinking, oh, that looks interesting. I want to, or do I just want to know more about it? I definitely want to know more about it because I think it's interesting Mm -hmm. and because I never want anyone I come in contact with or speak to and I, you know, I I am in conversations with people all the time about all different subject matter, especially on Instagram or or email. And I I want to be able to make people feel as comfortable and as safe as possible. This is a subject matter. You know, I feel like I'm pretty adept when it comes to mental health, when it comes to you know, relationships when it comes to uh, grief, a lot of things I think I have a lot of knowledge about. This is not one of them. So I have a ton of experts coming on that I've already booked. I have other couples who are very much in the world of kink and fetishes coming on. This is kind of an introductory. This is kinks for dummies. All right. When you say that you have experts coming on, yeah, you mean we? We. I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Did I'm, you book any of them? <laughs> I'm just part of. This. Yes, you are part of this. <laughs> okay, but, and even before we get into this, I want to go to your first question, uh, where we did our uh, episode on Dear Abby, mm-hmm. and we were talking about kinks and talking about um, fetishes. And there was a question that was brought up that I kind of had initial reaction to, which was, you know, not, I would say not in my best taste. And um, number one, I want to apologize to the person who submitted that. I didn't mean anything negative by it. Like I said before, I'm very vanilla. I don't want to even say old school. Okay, wait, for anybody who didn't listen to that episode, can you give backgrounds a little bit about what, the question was yeah somebody what was that? somebody asked about how how should they feel it was a woman right who said her husband was dressing in her clothes and it was kind of brought up to her just like that without a discussion without like how should she feel about that and you know my initial re- response to that was okay well that's kind of weird like i'm not into that i don't get it and it was more about me not understanding that you know, that was a fetish that, or a kink of this person. And I, I just blatantly said, you know, that's, that's weird. And there's Why, something behind it. Yeah. Like what's going on behind this? What's, what's initiating right. him to do this? And, uh, you know, I should not have done that. I look, I, I understand we all, everybody, we all have our kinks or our fetish or trust me, there's plenty of things about me that people can find very strange and bizarre and make, you know, talk down to or find weird about me. And I'm the last person who should say, hey, listen, that's kind of weird. Why are you, you know, what is this? And it should have just been like, hey, listen, talk to him and find out what this is about. Are you into it? You know, like have a discussion. Well, I left it in there. You know me, I'm I'm huge on editing and you're not big on editing. Right. So I, before every episode, give you all these things that I want you to edit, although we haven't done it very much recently. And I, I didn't. And I didn't want you to edit that out because I really think that response was very genuine and very common. I think that's a very common response to be like, that's weird. Well, yeah, you even said that to me. Like I said, should we take that out? That was yeah. probably not appropriate. And I didn't even. You and know, we got some feedback. We did people, get some feedback. Yeah. And um, 
I, I really didn't mean it in the way that it came out. It was just kind of a natural response. And you said to me, you know, I'm sure a lot of guys feel that way. So yeah. leave it in and let's see what, you know, the response that we get is. Leave it in. But the responsible thing is to follow it up with Correct. a conversation. Yes. Yeah. And, and I do think that that's the whole issue is that so many of us are raised in an atmosphere not on purpose, but where this stuff just isn't talked about. And there, listen, there are a few things that are interestingly thought to be mainstream enough that they're not, quote unquote, deviant, right? There's, you know, a missionary, there's girl on top, there's uh, fellatio, there's anal, which is more interestingly, like, thought of to be normal, quote unquote, than other things. There and and if you go outside of that realm, like why are those the things that are commonly acceptable? But then you go outside of that, and all of a sudden everything is sort of deviant. So I don't know who came up with that or why those things are the norm, but it doesn't really make any sense. And my first thought when you gave that response was, in my mind, you love to be choked. I love to be choked. <laughs> right. What makes that any more, quote unquote, normal or acceptable than a guy dressing up in girls' clothing? Well, it, it's like it's like I said, I I have never researched this stuff. I have never been into it. And then you and I have done some things that we found in the bedroom that we both like. And um, so you know, you know, I guess that's wrong for me to say. Okay, well, we've done those things and we both like them, so they're okay. But any of this other stuff. Well, that's just weird and foreign to me. Which is the whole issue. Yeah. Is that why, you know, someone could say, oh, you like to be, ch are you a serial killer? Right. Yeah. Do what, you really want like to kill so your weird. wife? Like, that's so weird. Why would you choke I your mean, wife, you know? Yeah, that's, would you want to kill her? That's rhetorical. Don't yeah, I'm not going to answer that. No, don't answer. Okay. But uh, it does, it does raise the question of why are some things thought to be okay and others aren't? There is no sense or logic to any of it. When you really think about it, no. Look, you know, to each it's like everything else. They each their own. Yeah, what, what they're into, enjoy. And one of the uh, interesting things that someone said to me today on Instagram was, "Let's just remember that your fetish choo chooses you. You don't choose your fetish," which I thought was really interesting. Like we all like something. We don't. We don't know why. We don't. Maybe there's a psychology behind it. I'm sure when the uh, experts come on, they'll maybe tell us more about that. Or maybe it there is no science behind it and it just is what it is. But the point is, why is one thing more shameful than the other? It's not. And I want to start there. Okay. Do you want to even mention first like kink and a fetish? Go is ahead. there a difference? You go. Okay. So a kink is something that arouses us that's not considered the sexual norm. A fetish is a sexual act or an object that is nearly always necessary for the person to become aroused and enjoy sex. Does that make sense to you? Right. I'm thinking, I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind, oh, yeah, it makes sense to me. I am a little confused by it all still. I'm not going to lie. But a f I think of a foot fetish, like not something you would usually be aroused by, but because a certain person is, it's a fetish. Well, if, if it's a fetish, do they need that? to become sexually aroused? Like, does that have to happen? That'll be a good question for the therapist. Yeah. I can't answer that. Okay. Like, I, I feel like a kink is something that's just, you know, once, in a, maybe once or twice or once in a while that you do, that's kind of fun and that you both enjoy where a fetish is something that you need. Yeah. I found that people often use the terms fetish and kink interchangeably. A kink means an activity or behavior that someone enjoys that exists outside the norm, which is kind of what you said. Someone's kink may be bondage and they may be incredibly excited when they're tied up or someone may have a bondage fetish and their entire sexuality may revolve around restraint. Yeah, so it so sounds like thing. a fetish is something that you more absolutely need in order to be turned on. A kink is something that you once in a while explore. <laughs> so what I said. Yes, I said it better. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, yeah, I also got some. Um, meanwhile, a turn on may be something that simply arouses a person. It's crucial to remember that people of all gender identities and orientations can be kinky. 
And what's kinky to one person may be considered vanilla to another. So basically what I got from that is there's no defined links of kinks. So you're not going to search for kinks and get like a list of things that are thought to be people's kinks because what might be kinky to someone is just regular normal behavior to someone else in the bedroom. Right. So it's, it's a very subjective list. It's not anything that is like concrete and defined where you're just going to look for a link and they're uh, uh, for, for a list and they're all going to be just boo, 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 like, right. like a fetish down. where you can find lists of fetishes. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I thought that was interesting that, you know, it's, it's, it's not the same for everyone. All right. I wanted to do if it's okay. And if you think it's worth it, a brief history of kinks and fetishes, like just kind of like literally, okay. I felt when I was doing this, like I was like, damn, I'm back in my college days, like writing a thesis. Yeah. I wish I had done this as my thesis and where I went to college, it would have been totally acceptable. And I wish I had. Sure. I did some other dumb shit about like, uh, I don't know, women and something or other. (laughs) Okay. It was. Yeah. But this would have been better. Um, Kinks and taboos have been built into the very fabric of sexual experience since the dawn of time, and people have been kinky for as long as they've been sexual. Ancient cave paintings show explicit pictures of female genitalia, but ancient artists also tell a story that's familiar in the bedrooms and fantasies of some modern people. The story of spanking... There's one painting that's fairly explicit that was found in caves in ancient times. It depicts a woman being spanked by her lover lover in an ancient threesome. So hmm. we're talking BC, like the prehistoric times. Both men have their hands raised. One has a stick prepared to spank her behind as she pleasures both men. The painting is fairly worn down, but the scene is still explicit. It's obvious that the artist was trying to portray some kinky stuff from thousands of years ago. So that says to me, like, this is kind of in our DNA. This is sort of like part of who we are and has never left us as long as human existence has been human yeah, I existence. Think that's, I think it's really funny, actually, because, you know, having sex just by itself is a really fun, great thing, right? But we're looking for these alternative ways to make it even better. And it's been happening, like you just said, almost, you know, forever for humans. I'll never forget my cousin who, if she hears, she doesn't get mad at me. But my cousin, when she was engaged and I was still in college, she said to me, listen, you're going to be married. If, if you're married to the person and you don't get divorced, you're going to be married for a long time. Sex is going to get boring. Like you want to spice it up. And there's no belief, there's no actual you know, scientific data that you're supposed to be with the, fir- the same person for the rest of your life. So we're kind of just thrown into that. So it's our duty sort of to try to spice things up and find a way to keep it exciting because monogamy we don't know whether or not that's actually how we were supposed to exist it just is um however that came to be and that's in a whole other episode but you need to come up with ways to keep it spicy and keep it fun and i think that's really what this is about you know and not everybody is monogamous as polyamory, which we've explored before on other episodes. And But the point is, life is long. You want to keep it a little bit spicy. And a lot of this helps to do that. A few other things was Cleopatra. We all know Cleopatra was the ruler of ancient Egypt from 51 BC until her death in 30 BC. She's notable for her relationship with Julius Caesar, but one thing known by few people is she had a very unorthodox sex toy a vibrator filled and powered with live bees wow cleopatra was definitely on the kinky side and this invention was a hallmark of ancient ingenuity the concept is simple she had a phallic shaped object hollowed out and filled with live bees those poor bees i mean they're bees, <laughs> which would then stir about angrily and cause the object to vibrate and bounce around. Okay. Pretty fucking brilliant. I'd say so. Holy shit. Yeah. There's a reason why she was Cleopatra. <laughs> Torturing bees. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I do think that it is something that 
we now are starting to sort of accept but it's always been there. So what the fuck took us so long? All right. Well, let's let's get into the stuff about us. Oh, That's what we're here for. We are? Right? I don't know. Well, we're not here to teach I history. I have a whole teach... motherfucking thesis here. Really? On BDSM and yes. <laughs> you, All right. So you'll, you'll do the us. I'll do the uh, knowledgeable part. Your whole uh, synopsis yes, on. I am going to read it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Well, we talked about, you know, I'm very vanilla. Were you... Before, well, you didn't have very many sexual experiences before me, right? No, which is another regret. (laughs) I'm very sorry. No, it is a regret. I do, you know, it's so interesting. They always say youth is wasted on the young, right? Like, I, we were in Amsterdam when we were 21 years old, you and I. Mm -hmm. We didn't even go to the red light district. No. Which, to me, I think to myself now, if we went now... We would spend 75% of our time in the red light district, which is why the pandemic needs to end and we can go back there. But it really is wasted on the young because we were there for, we were in Amsterdam for a week. We walked through the red light district, like as if we were just strolling through while on both sides of us were free sex shows where in Amsterdam they do it safely and they do it legally and they do it correctly. And we did like typical, like, you know, we it, got pancakes. We got pancakes. We did like a boat tour. Like right. we did like stupid, like not stupid. But, but that's just... why youth is wasted on the young because we were too young and naive and uh, not confident enough in who we or are. Or knowledgeable. And not with even each just other. Confidence. No, we knew what was going on. I, I honestly, looking back, I had no idea what the red light district even was. If you went now, would it be a different situation? Like would we go and watch a sex show? I would be very you know, willing to go see what the whole thing is about. Yeah. I, I think you and I would have a ton of fun to, together. Right. Yeah. So it's just interesting how even when we were younger, if I could go back and say to myself, just fucking go do it, just do it. But I can't. Um, and right now there's a pandemic going on, so we can't go anywhere. <laughs> but, you know, I do think that some people, when you're younger, that might, for some people, it's the time. For some people, it's not. And, you know, you got to find when you're, I'm as much as when I was younger, I looked better. I was in better shape. I'm way more confident now than I was then. So if I could blend the two and go back to that time and say, hey, let's go do this. But we didn't. Right. All right. Let's uh, ask a question here. But first. Take a break. Take a break. Mm -hmm. Right back. I'm sure I've told you all the story about the time that I sent my mother-in-law flowers for Mother's Day. And you know, with your mother-in-law, you kind of want to impress her. So I ordered this big, beautiful bouquet, and I asked her to send me a picture of the flowers when she got them. And when she sent me the picture, I was humiliated. I could not believe that this was the same bouquet that I had ordered online and seen all these pictures for and was so excited for her to get. I swore from that moment on I would never order flowers from one of these huge generic companies that you have absolutely no idea where the flowers are coming from, how they're being cut, they're overpriced, and you just have no idea what the person is going to get. And that's why I use companies like Pomp Flowers. And Pomp Flowers has hand-raised and sustainably grown flowers. They're pampered from seed to stem, and their flowers are given variety-specific attention to meet their every need, from cutting methods to soil nutrients to transport. It's also family-owned and operated. Their decade-long floral practice is rooted in family, and their 30-year history transcends a last name. Their farmers, florists, and local communities are vital branches of their legacy. You have to go onto their website and check out their Mother's Day bouquets. The Miami Bundle, the Blush Bundle, the Snowcap Roses, the Vava Voom Roses. They're all so gorgeous. And you know that when you send them to your mother-in-law or your mother or your best friend or whomever, that it is going to look like that picture and it is going to be so worth it when they get it. So head to pompflowers.com, that's pompflowers, P-O-M-P, flowers.com, and use promo code martini15 to get 15% off your order. That's pompflowers.com. All right, so you asked me if I feel like I would 
want to explore different kinds of kinks or do other things in the bedroom. Well, do you want to say a list of things that we've done already? Sort of, and they're not. I, there's a term called kink adjacent, which I think more defines what we've done. We've done things that are kink adjacent. Okay. What I does mean, that mean? Well, it means that you're sort of doing things that are bordering on kink, but maybe not quite. Oh, I don't think so. Oh. I think they're kinks. Oh, oh well, I guess for, that goes uh, you know, back to what I was saying before about how some people think what th- something is a kink right. is more vanilla. Well, for especially person. for me, who I was so vanilla. You know, I had a few sexual partners before you. A few. A few. A few. <laughs> mm-hmm. And everything was very vanilla. It was no kinks or fetishes or anything going on. Nothing was ever out of the quote norm. You were in dream. You were in like dreamland. <laughs> and then I came around and was like, slap me, bitch. <laughs> well, no, but the, but the funny thing was when you and I first met, you were really into sex. Like you, I, you wanted sex more than I did. And it was very bizarre for me to think that way. Like I never met somebody like this before. Yeah, God forbid a woman is super sexual. Yeah, that no, was great. <laughs> no, but you no, don't say that because no, you were back. not. Yeah, but at the time you were not. You were sort of like, why do we need to have so much sex? Yeah, yeah, you were very not into it, and I was very offended by that. Yeah, it was very strange for me. Oh, yeah, all right. It's so weird. We should go back to is those days. Is there anybody out there <laughs> who wanted someone who was like super sexual? And here I was. And right. you were sort of like. And what happened? What do you mean what happened? <laughs> yeah, it's not like, fucking kids and yeah. a fucking COVID happens. Um, all right. So so for us, the things that we've tried. Well, you've always wanted me to talk dirty. Always. Always. That's always and been that a big thing for me. for me very, very uncomfortable. Uh-huh. And it still is. Uh-huh. But I do it. Because I know that, number one, it makes you happy. And you enjoy when I do that. Number two, it's kind of fun. Happy is the wrong word. No, it it does make you happy. It's not a happy. It turns me on. Does it? I'm not like. Because I feel so stupid myself when I do it. You make it sound like Snow White and her like (laughs) animal element. No, I, it turns, it makes me, I want to feel naughty. Not like happy Disney World happy. Right. I want to be like villainous like <laughs> bad bitch but happy. i but i feel silly when i do it and i'm not knocking it i'm not you know if anybody you know people that are into it no, you're not that's great i am not i'm very uncomfortable doing it and i feel silly that's just the word i have to use when i i just feel so dumb and i'm like how could she be so turned on when i feel so stupid but why was it so easy for you to play that game when you planned that you know when when we, took, we sent the kids to your mom's for a night and then you planned that game where literally we saw every crack and crevice of each other. <laughs> right. And why is that so comfortable for you, but talking is not? I don't know. Right. There's no There's reason. No, yeah, I guess it's a dumb question. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't explain it. Right. You know, it's just the way it is. Right, sure. Um, and how did we introduce... All right, so the things that we've done, I think maybe we started with spanking. Was mm-hmm. that kind of the first... Yeah, it's all a blur. I don't remember. Do you remember how that happened? I do not. No, me either. Um, it progressed from there to choking, mm-hmm. right? That was kind of the second. And how did, uh, do you have any idea how that happened? I do not. Uh, me either. <laughs> <laughs> I blocked it all out. I know. But it's, um, but we found for us that it's just, it works and it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, okay. How's that for a word? Yeah. Is that better than happy? That's better than happy. Uh-huh. I mean, we both love it. Um, but I have to say, um, I love the spanking. I don't love when you spank me. Oh, so you're like a dom. I guess so. Yeah. I feel the same way that I feel about talking dirty. I feel silly and stupid. Okay. How about when I talk dirty to you? Uh, I'm okay with that. But it doesn't turn you on. No, it doesn't turn me on. Oh, that fucking sucks. But I think, but but there's part of me that thinks that's kind of hot and that I that it makes me think you're into it and you're having a good time. So that turns me on. Right, but it's a turn off for me to think that you sort of think it's silly. No, no, no. I don't think it's silly when you do it. I think it's silly when I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to make sense. No, that you know? it, does, right. it doesn't have. Yeah. that's the whole point is that none of it has to and nothing's right and nothing's wrong and we're just trying to work together to get the best experience we can yeah is it weird is this a 
if, I, I keep using the word weird, and I apologize. I mean, this is kind of what comes to my mind. But right, it, but, but that's, it's that's my whole thing is why. why and and I'm, not, I'm not coming down on yeah, you I at know. all. I'm just saying, what is it about our society and what's happening and how do we change that for our kids? Like, how do we make it for the next generation who, I don't want my kids to ever feel, listen, if they find someone who they love and they're safe with and everything, I want them to try whatever they can. And more than that, I want them to make the person feel as comfortable as possible. <laughs> well, but where I was going was completely the opposite. Wait, in order to do that, we need to somehow have that open discussion with people. But parents aren't probably really having that open discussion. So what is happening in households that you're creating and raising people who are open to all of this? That's what I want to know. How, without saying to them, listen, if you're partner wants to choke you it's okay without saying that how do we raise people who are going to make other people feel comfortable and confident in the bedroom what i was saying about being weird was that i want to choke my wife so i can hear her like kind of grasp for air oh (laughs) you know like i'm causing some kind of pain but it's in a sexual way i don't even think you need to dissect it and figure out why i I, i'm maybe i'm looking too far you are well i always think about i love sarah silverman the comedian she's a huge like i anytime there's an interview with her i listen anytime she you know i follow her religiously on social media i just love her and and one thing that she has said openly is i'm so glad that nobody judges the person I am by the porn I watch. Because that's not, it's a separate side of us. Maybe it's not. And if it's not, please don't ream me that it's some kind of, you know, agenda that's fitting in with your regular persona. What she's basically saying is, and, and I feel like that too. The, we're going to do a whole separate porn episode. That's why I didn't even want to go there with this. But... Basically, what she's saying is, listen, just because I search a certain kind of porn, that's not my regular self. She's not, you know, she's not a a violent person. She's not, you know, a a person who wants pain on anyone. It's a it's a sexual thing. Well, it's like even Howard Stern always talks about how he watches stepdad porn. Mm -hmm. Doesn't he talk about that? Mm -hmm. It's been a while since I've listened. But uh Oh, yeah. If anybody judged me by the porn I watched, they'd be like, really? (laughs) If anybody judged me by the porn I watched, they'd be like, oh, my God, you're so boring. Yeah, I I (laughs) would guess that. But, like, obviously, he's not into stepdads. You know, he's just, like, it's a story that he's into, you know, Well, that's why when the whole thing happened in that episode where you were like, yeah, that's kind of weird or whatever you said and i was i wasn't much better because i said i think like it's abnormal the word the wording that we used was not anything either of us think it is literally like what society has taught us to go to you know as a first response so um yeah i i think that we need we don't even need to dissect it listen if it's something that's pleasurable to us like someone wrote to me your your fetish finds you or your kink finds you. You don't find it. We don't need to waste time delving into why. We just need to try to be comfortable with it. And it doesn't mean you're a violent person. It doesn't mean you're a deviant person. It doesn't mean you're a shameful person. It is a, a kink or a fetish. Okay. So are there any kinks or fetishes that you've been thinking about that you think we need to explore? Or not explore, but just that are on your mind and you would be into? I feel like I want you to go first. <laughs> I oh, want so you, you to go first. you do have some. Okay. Well, uh, it's tough because it also says to me, what's a kink and what is, what's a fetish? Like, oh, it doesn't matter. So it's okay, you know, but, whatever but, you but, want. But for me, you know, I always want to, like my thing is is women. Yeah. And And I never search. It's so interesting. My search is never lesbian women. I never, I, it's always straight when I search like my porn search. Mm -hmm. Um, what's your biggest porn search? 
I want to do that in a different episode. Oh, really? Yeah, because that's a whole separate topic. Well, I, I mean, okay. I know it's part of kinks and fetishes, but I want to do a whole separate okay. episode. Well, because I had mine, and I, I, I wanted to know if it was a kink or a fetish. So should I not even? Let's wait until we have the kink therapist coming on in a few weeks. Let's wait for her. Okay. Okay. So, um, and I get that because I have the same kind of questions. Like, what does it mean? And Yeah, like, and, is this make me... Uh, you know, have a fetish for this thing or is it? It's not nothing? a fetish because you can get off without it. Right? Okay. So is it a kink that yeah, I'm into? I don't know. I don't Probably. Know. But, um, what were we talking about? That you want, I, I was asking you if there was certain kinks or fetishes that you were interested in. So, or? okay. So here's the deal. Like I want to, uh, yes, one of my dreams, not dreams. I don't know what the word is. But is to have a sexual experience with a woman. Does that make me, you know, partially gay? Does that make me not heterosexual? Does that make I and I listen? You all know I don't give a shit if if it means I'm not completely heterosexual. Fine, so be it. I don't give a shit. My question though is: Is that a kink, or is that am I just not heterosexual? Like, what? I want to know where the line is drawn and, but that is something of mine that I would like to experience before I die. And I would prefer to do it before I'm like arthritic and old and my boobs are even saggier they are than they are now. Like I would like to do it soon, mm. but. How do you do that? How do I do that? <laughs> so that is. That's a conversation. Yeah. I poison you. That's how I do it. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, I would. Agree with you. I would like to have a sexual experience with a woman too. As a matter of fact, I would like to have a threesome. You would. I would. But not with and me. And you can choose the two women. Oh, it's me and two <laughs> other women. So you want to watch a threesome? No. You, you can choose said. the two women that I have a threesome with. Oh, fuck <laughs> you. Well, that really upsets me. Of course it does. Is it that a, bad? No, I'm not serious. Am I supposed to like be like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, because I'm not. No, that's my response to you wanting to be with a woman. Oh, yeah. so do you really want to have a threesome? Uh, no. Um, it, w- all right, listen. Of course. Really? <laughs> yes. Well, uh, you don't have to try to be like, oh, I'm not a man if I don't say that I want to have a threesome. No, no, no. It sounds amazing to me. But here's my response to it. I would love to have a threesome. I would love to be with you and another woman. And uh, here's my problem. Okay. Uh, first, uh, I'd be done in 20 seconds. Correct. Second, you'd be having more fun with her than I would. Correct. <laughs> Third, the emotional devastation the next day would end us. Yeah, that's uh, what's the what's the movie? Indecent proposal. <laughs> oh, threesome. No, indecent proposal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I think about that movie all the time. So, I know it was just like a fun, entertaining movie, but there's something to it. Right. So, so you know. In, in my mind, in a porn, in a whatever, you know, it sounds incredible, but the ramifications of it, there's just so many angles of it being a disaster. Mm-hmm. So, no, that's not. So polyamory is not for you. Uh, I could not. Uh, well, that was one of my things that I had to hear about things that I would never let happen is. Um, where is my response? Okay, right. So you asked me kinks or fetishes fetishes that I would be a hard no for. Mm-hmm. And that's one of them, which is no cuckolding? Cuckolding? Is that the word? Cuckold! Wait, <laughs> what? Well, I don't know what that is. Cuckolding. Watching your wife be with another person. So there's a fetish about, you know, watching your wife or your husband be with somebody else. For me, that's a hard no. Like, that can never happen. Oh, it's either okay. you want to be with them, that's right. Well, let's have a conversation. Should we be married or not? So you don't want to see it. No interest whatsoever in watching. You don't have interest in watching me with another woman. Absolutely not. Wow. Okay. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. You might be just disappointed by that. I'm not disappointed in that by that at all. I would much rather it be a private thing between me and the other woman. But (laughs) I would assume that you would want part of it. No. That's just my assumption. No. Okay. No, not at all. No, I, I have no interest in watching you with somebody else. Like what's. What am I gaining from that? I know some so, some people do. Yeah, I mean, and that's some people fine. get off on that. I, I get that. Like, I've been learning. If you were going to be with someone else, I would want to watch it. Really? Yeah, I would. If you're going to do it, I might as well get off on it, too. You would want to watch if I was with somebody else? Listen, I don't really want you to be with someone else. But do you? if it was... 
No, Are you I, saying that so that I would say to you, it's okay to be with another woman? No. <laughs> no. You think I've given this way too much thought. I do. No, I, I, I feel like at least it would be a huge turn on to watch. Again, same thing. Don't want to deal with the next day. But in well, the that's moment, the whole thing. Yeah. In the moment, there's so many things that I would probably do that I would so regret yeah. the next day. And I know you feel the same way. Well, not only regret, there's things that, you know, if I watch, um, again, we're going to do a whole episode on this, but if I watch two or three episodes, if I watch porn, the next morning I wake up and I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, did I really watch that? (laughs) I have like porn remorse. Really? Yes. Wow. I want to know what you're watching. Okay. Well, 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 we we, we can't talk about it. No, we can't talk about it because we're, we are going to, um, prepare for that episode by watching certain things together. Okay. Yeah. So do we have to watch what each other see if that's not fair because mine is so blah. Okay. But that's fine. I'm good with that. Okay. So do you want me to tell you things that I found when I was looking up fetishes and kinks that I found kind of maybe I was interested in because. Sure. I would love to hear that. Be (laughs) inclined. Yeah. The whole thing is that right now we have like, even when I was researching for this episode, our kids were like, mom, can I sit with you? And right. I was just trying to be on the internet and search terms and stuff. And I was like, well, I can't search if they're sitting next to me. And so imagine trying to actually do it with a 15 year old, a 12 year old and a nine year old all in the house in a, in a, for us close quarters, small house. Um, it's, I, I want to say to myself, when are people doing this and are they are they married with kids and if you're not that's fantastic but if you are please tell me the secrets of what you're doing because we can't go to a hotel we can't send the kids to your parents like how is this happening all right if there's experts out there that are listening tell me what this says about me (laughs) because i'm a little nervous i will tell you (laughs) okay one thing that i found that was kind of stimulating you'll like that word in a second, was electrostimulation. Oh, I thought Have you were going to say C-section scars. <laughs> <laughs> using, There's got to be a fetish for that. Using voltage for stimulation, like hooking up electricity. Oh, like Doc your... from, uh, <laughs> yes. that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because you're obsessed with Back to the Future. So Does, like the flux capacitor, yeah, so but the flux capacitor porn. up to the clit Amazing. or the head of the penis and you light it up. Do you even do you know where the clit is? Wow. I no, guess no, not no. If you're asking, no, I'm not asking that as a mean thing. I am asking that as a like, if you had to hook it up to something, would you know where it was? Yeah, I'm it's not a, the top of the thing, right back there in the. No, who knows? No, nobody uh, oh, knows. Oh, who knows? <laughs> you have to nobody get a flashlight. Like, like, you need one of those headlamps. Like docu's. And you go in with tweezers and tweezers. You have to find these oh, things. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. You're complex, you women. I'm not, that wasn't by any means a, a dig. It was sort of like a, it, no, I want to see I, a guy try to hook up a thing to a woman's no, clit and be take, like, oh, there it is. No, but you could take like, uh, some people like, you know, you, you hook up to your nipples or you hook it up to your d- wherever and you, you get a okay. quick little jolt of. All right. So here's my thing. Okay. And I love that you love that. I think that's fantastic. I don't love that. It was just an interest like that. I was like, oh, interesting. Right. But okay. I love that you're interested. However, here's my problem. I worry that you're going to be like, let's do this. I bought it without researching, without finding any, and I'm going to (laughs) die. Well. No, I'm (laughs) (laughs) like not flatliners die, like die. So that is one of my big things with all of this is I sort of wish as much as you're like, you love science and I feel like you're like this wannabe scientist and you love Neil deGrasse Tyson and you love Einstein and you love all these people. You're sort of like, Let's do it <laughs> with no background. And again, we talked about anal sex and we did that and I had one bad experience and now I never want to do it again. Like that is one thing I want people to take away from this episode as beginners is the one big mistake we made is that we did not 
I think you can sit down, like you and I sit down and have conversations at the podcast. We sit down and have conversations about the kids. We sit down and have conversations about life. Like we sit down and talk about so much stuff. But in some ways we think to ourselves like, oh, it ruins the spontaneity if you sit down and you actually have a conversation about trying all this stuff. I wish that we would sit down and sort of be like, you know what I want to try? Can we research it? Can we buy? Can we see what the best way to, can we? I would love to sit down and talk like that. Again, I'm not blaming either of us. I think it is something that is not quote unquote like the norm. And I also think that, again, we when are we doing this? Our kids are constantly on top of us. But how I would anti, love. How anticlimactic. No, like, I disagree. Oh my God, you, I want to try this thing with you. Are you ready? Okay, yeah. Put, take your computer out. I'll take mine Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Let's sit down and we'll research. That would turn Google. me on that you wanted to make it comfortable to, for me because I know, I know. it I'm is a forever, a it is a forever, uh, a bad memory for me that we didn't do that with anal. And I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming myself too. I should have said, no, let's, let's mm-hmm. research it. But I hope one of the things that people will take away from this is let's have the conversation first. And that's a little bit of foreplay. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, we'll okay. sit down with it. I have, t- I have two and- more things that are I find kind of hot. Okay. Wait, so can you explain a little bit more of the first one? So you buy this. Where do you get this? I have no idea. I was doing, I, I looked online. I was Googling like. Oh, so you want to just fucking shock the shit out of yes. me. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> but I have two more. And I think you might maybe like one of the two, but. Let's take another break and we'll be right back and I'll get to those. Okay. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. All right, we left a cliffhanger about a couple kinks that I was interested in. That maybe everyone's like, "Ooh, yeah." Well, that was a big cliffhanger right there. Yeah, I think hot wax sounds really fun. Mm -hmm. Right, I think we would both like that. If we're I both have, I good, have, um, I have research on that. Oh, do you? Yeah, let oh, me so turn. You, you, let me turn to twenty-seven B. <laughs> you, you researched it. I saw the headline. Exactly. There you go. And you're like, we have done. a candle. Let's fucking do <laughs> yeah. it tonight. I saw hot wax. I said, yeah. okay, done. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, ready to burn the shit out of me. All do right, it. hold on. So here we go. Uh, I actually have some good information about this because I fucking researched this. All right, so I have a bunch of things that are sort of. Things that you can, if you're not quite ready, let's say your your partner comes to you with a kink and you're, you're, you're taken aback by it. It might be a little bit too uh, alarming for you. It's a little too far, far-fetched for you, but, but you want to start to go in that direction. There are certain things that I feel like can be an intro to kink without having to go that far full force you know on the first try like let's get ourselves a little bit in get, tune get your to, feet wet get your feet wet yeah yeah um and one of those things is is sensation that there's a lot of sensation you know uh, fetishes that uh can be done that you know sort of get you in the mood and one of those things is candle wax and i'm going to next week when i do my friday five i'm going to put them uh in the friday five but there are actual candles you can buy that are made for this so they you know they get the right temperature they are good for your skin they're not going to make you break out or have a rash or you know there are actual candles that are meant for this that if you're a beginner that you start with like, and uh, what's her name's vagina candle? 
No, that no, that just exploded in someone's house. <laughs> yeah, Did you see that? that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw someone that was like, whoa, let's talk about a bomb-ass pussy. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so, so no, this is actual candles that are made for that. Yes, that I, I'm super interested in that. Yeah. We need like a two-week vacation when this is all over to experience. Yeah, but you know what this. sucks? I have hair on my body, and you don't. Oh, so the hair is going to help. Oh, really that's going to hurt. But good. maybe good. Good. Yeah, good for me. <laughs> I wanna I wanna want a little pain for you. That's sort of okay. part of it. Yeah. I wanna see you in a little bit of pain. Um yeah, so that that's part of the sensation um fetish is, you know, is doing the candle thing. So yeah, I I'm, I would definitely be into that. Okay. The other one that I think you might not be into, having sex in a group of people that are having sex. So it's just you and I. Oh, I would 100% do that. In public? Yeah. Oh, really? Here's my deal with all of that. Yeah. And How I, do you research just having sex with each other in I front didn't, of people? I didn't research that. Okay. So I don't have to research. I, I don't need to do research it. that. I would do that. I would do most anything. My problem is with all of this, and I think many women and probably some men are going to agree with me, whether your partners are, you know, whether you have a male partner or a female partner, whatever it is. I need to feel confident enough to do that. How do I feel confident enough to do that? You make me feel confident enough to do that. If I'm going to take my clothes off in a group of people and have sex, I want to do that. That sounds super fun to me, especially if it's me and you and we're having sex and there are other people around. Great. Bring it on. But I can only do that if I know that you want to be doing that with me and that has a lot to do with how you make me feel physically about myself okay so i think that a lot of those things have to do with building confidence in the bedroom so if you make me feel confident about myself i I would do that that i would do that in a heartbeat oh really so that sounds like Absolutely. Enticing, like... Absolutely. Hot tea. Okay, I would cool. 100% do that. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised. I thought you would really? not be into that. Me? Yeah. Why would you... Why I don't know. In front of other people, like, I don't know if yes, you were... Yes, because I'm not... Be, I will tell you this. Can I say this? And this is going to sound terrible. No, boy. If a friend said to me, let's go get naked in front of other people, I would be like, in a heartbeat... My clothes would be off because I'm. I feel a hundred percent confident with my friends. They make me feel so good about myself. With you, I'm a little less so, because I think you are more critical of me than they are physically. That they make me feel better about myself. So I think there are probably a lot of people out there who would say I would do a ton of this shit if someone would make me feel super confident about myself in the bedroom. And I, I don't think I'm alone. I think a lot of people feel like kinks and I'm going to like start to cry. But I think kinks and fetishes would be a lot easier if people felt more confident. It's upsetting to but, me. But in our experience, have I ever said to you anything to make you think you should look like people in porn and people in magazines? No, and people in- you haven't said that to me. But I also don't think you've done the opposite. And I'm not just saying you. I think this is a general standard of things. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure it's me too. And listen, I do think it's a little bit different because you and I eat all the same stuff and you haven't had three babies come out of you. And and there are a lot of things that I think are much different. But I'm sure I could do a lot more in the bedroom to make you feel confident about yourself. Not that I think you're lacking confidence. I don't. But... I do think when it comes to partners, you know, like I've said before, there's a lot right now that we're not getting from our friends, our siblings, our people in our lives because we can't see them. So a lot more is maybe put on you. And I think you do zero with that. I don't think you're ever complimenting me or you're ever making me feel better about myself. Or sometimes when you come in the bedroom, I want you to leave because I'm like, I don't feel good enough about myself and you haven't done anything. And again, I know I'm putting a lot of the onus on you, but that's because you don't really need the same amount that I do. But 
my my whole thing is I think a lot of us aren't trying these things because we don't feel the confidence. I don't think it has actually to do with, I don't want to try that. It has to do with, I'm not worthy of trying that. I don't look like the the people in the videos. I don't look like the people in, you know, when you think about Fifty Shades of Grey, which is probably one of the most famous kink and porn, you know, novels of all time, even though he supposedly is a terrible dom. What? We don't feel worthy of that. And that, I think, is is a big part of it all. I don't know. I, I f- so you can look at me and say, no, I'm not repulsed by your body. <laughs> what would make you think I was ever repulsed by your body? I love you. I love your body. I love everything about you. Why? But you, when was the last time you said that to okay, me? Okay, but you're right. But it's probably been a long time. Yeah. And it's probably been a long time and, since. And I've since, gained a lot of weight in the okay, pandemic. But it's probably been a long time since you've said anything like that to me, well, too. Okay. In your mind, I don't. you think I don't need it. Right. But this has been a very tough year. I, have you felt in the past, prior to, to, to 2019, that I, I felt this way about you that you think I think about now? Yes. Really? Yeah. I don't think you ever really make me feel physically the way I need to feel in order to be complete. Like, I feel like our sex life would be the 2.0 version if I felt as confident about my body as I needed to feel. Okay, um, but so and, and that's a huge onus to put on one person. I get it. That is a big... Uh, a, you know, a big responsibility to give to one person, but you're my person. Okay, but is it possible that I couldn't even, no matter what I did, would not make you feel? What do you think you did? I, I'm not saying that. If I, if no, I, no, not at all. Because my friends right now, if one of them right, was like, so strip your, your clothes down, I want to fuck you. I'd be like, yeah, I know you do because you f- you make me feel like that. I don't know. I feel like you just need like that woman's no. touch. No. Why do I need a woman's touch? If Why I said, can't you do if that? If I said the same thing to you as your female friend. No, you don't say anything to me. And I think that's a very common thing. You don't ever compliment me physically. And I think that's a huge deal. Like if we want to start doing things with each other, I think that's a big part of it. That we need to okay, start so making each other confident. I, I'm, I'll say the same thing about myself to you. Right. But I have to be honest. I do think that it is way more you with me. I disagree. I, I, okay. What have you? What was the last thing you've said to me that you think would bring me up and make me feel good about myself? Because you maybe think, it's because wait, you don't look any different well, than no, you did. Be, but I do. In my when I look in the mirror, I think I look different. I don't think I look heavy. I think I look skinny. Okay. Okay. So I feel the same way that you do about myself. So you okay. feel like I need to tell you more. No, but what I'm saying is you, I, you, you feel like I need to say more to you to make you feel more, um, what's the word, um, uh, confident about yourself, but you, you don't do those things for me. Okay. Even though you know how I feel about myself. No, I don't know how you feel about right. yourself. Right. You like so you just think all of a sudden that oh, well, he he looks I good. Feel, yeah. He fine. He's right. fine. Right. He must be he must feel great about himself. Right. But I don't. Okay. So but Well, you I'm glad you're saying that. You don't say those things to I'm me. I'm glad you're saying that. I will absolutely make more of an effort but, because But don't do it if you're just doing it to make to appease me. Well, that's how I feel about you, but no, I'm not just doing it to appease you. I think that in the in on the opposite, sometimes I think to myself, "Wow, he's so maintained himself over the years and I so look different that maybe I'm not worthy." So that's the whole thing is I feel like you look exactly the same if not better because men just age better in a lot of ways. Um, that I f- sometimes feel guilty. See, I, I look at this so differently because oh, I look at the way that men so interesting. age and I feel like I'm aging the opposite way. Like most guys like look more 
better, like more distinguished, and they they get fuller and they look better, and they, and I feel like I look like a kid again, <laughs> like I'm but like what? skinny, and I that's look, like, like a look. lot of people's dreams. Okay, I know, but listen, uh, this no, is I'm all not of our, how we feel about ourselves. I'm not, I'm not coming down on you at all. I had no idea, which is why we need to talk about this See? stuff. We have to research and talk, right? Yeah. That's what this whole episode is about. But that's my whole thing is that um, to go, if you wanted me to to get back to it, if you wanted me to go into a room and get naked in front of people and have sex with you or however they do it, I need you to to make me feel like I am the only woman in that room. I want to end this by, by giving a few ideas of things that you can do if you're, if you're not ready to do what your partner wants. And we're going to do more episodes like this. We're going to, because this was like, I said, we needed an entire encyclopedia to Britannica. And I'm, I apologize for crying because I don't usually do that. I haven't cried. I don't think since the guilt episode, I haven't done anything wrong in a long time. No, you didn't do anything wrong now either. That was like on purpose. This was like a, this is just a me being emotional because I feel the... I get it. I feel what so many of us are feeling. I understand. But anyway, uh, I want to just give a few ideas of things that we can do just to sort of like get our feet wet. I didn't even get into like, I'm interested in nipple clamps and ASMR and all this shit that we didn't even get into. But a few things that we can do just... Wait, to get ASMR, is that like the... Yeah. Yeah, that's like a whole sexual thing yeah, too. Like, We're going to do more of these though. I'm glad we didn't get through it all because I have a lot more that I want to get. Okay, I have a few ideas though, just to get our feet wet. So some things that I researched on the internet, before you're going down on your partner, something you can do, put pop rocks. Never pop yeah, rocks? Yeah, I've heard about this. You have them in your store. Yeah, no, I've heard about this. Put them in your mouth before going in for a passionate kiss. And enjoy as the little candies explode. That sounds fun. Just don't put Pop Rocks and Coke okay, in wait. there. Like Coke Coke? Like, like, like Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Oh, not cocaine. No. <laughs> oh. Well, either, I guess. <laughs> but remember that? If you have Pop Rocks and Coke, you no, kill happens? yourself. No, that was like an old wife's tale I don't know. Like back in the day. No. You can also try using toothpaste before performing mm. oral sex. The coolness and minty sensations are sure to make your partner tingle. Okay. Uh, massage. Okay, this is one that I'll never forget the first time you did this. We were on a carnival cruise when we were like 22 years old before we were ever married. You gave me like this hour and a half long massage. And I think I came like three times before you even. Really? Yes. Because you had never done that before. Massage is my, the key to my heart. Like if you're going to turn me on, it's a massage. Mm-hmm. And you have since, like, once in a while, and me to you, we've done that to each other. But massage to me is like, you're already touching me all over. It feels really good. I'm super turned on. You've already gotten the feel for me. I feel like I'm ready for the next step. So massage to me is like a big way to, like, get me to feel really comfortable with myself. Mm -hmm. So I always love when you do that. And you've done that, you know, maybe, I don't know, a dozen times over the years. Yeah, but it's been, that's like my favorite thing ever. Well, I don't want to spoil you. I want you to enjoy it and appreciate it. Um, And if you're the adventurous type, spicy sensations can be a mild form of pain play. So it can sort of get you in that atmosphere. Uh, much like cold, it can jolt you into a heightened awareness and sensitize the body. But since you can't use a safe word with a jalapeno because your mouth is too hot, it's important to test the sensation on less intense parts of your body by rubbing a slice of hot pepper on your lips and nipples. You'll probably want to avoid the lady parts and his junk altogether. Oil-based spicy materials will be hard to wash off and the sensation may linger linger and feel much more intense than you intended or desired. Let's not do that. Well, I like the jalapeno idea. You like jalapenos. I love jalapenos. Not on my penis. I like them on my mouth. (laughs) Okay, but you can sort of like start to get, you know, like that's sort of one pain sensation that's not too... Oh, you know what was great that I missed? We haven't done it in a long time, that cock ring. Yeah. 
I would love well, to do that again. We had to again. do a sex toy episode too. That's yeah. a whole, yeah, it's a whole part of it. But we, it was too much. This was the, if we're doing an encyclopedia Britannica, I, honestly, this was one through three. I have half we of have my questions. We have 26 to get through. To still get through? Yeah. So. We'll do definitely more. And right. we have already, when we asked on Instagram, who wants more of this? 85% said we do. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. All right. Please write and review. <laughs> wow. Cut to the chase. Yeah. All right. I mean, we need this. Does that has mean been a the while. Done? We haven't asked in so long that I've been trying to remember to ask. Please. Um, yeah, I think we're done, but this was great. All right. Sorry, I apologize. I guess we're going to have to do, uh, do another. Yeah, I only episode. got up to like 24A. So <laughs> we're. This looks like uh, Biden's Bible that you have here. Yeah, I know it was enormous, <laughs> right? It's huge. Yeah. Um, all right, we love you. All right. Done? I mean, For I now. guess, yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Love you. Love you. Thanks. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.